Chris Pullman and I am Gloria Ackerman and in this episode we will be reviewing season 2 episode 13, 13 deal me out and season 2 episode 14 hot lips and empty arms <laughs> Good one. Yep. episode 13 a couple of things happen it's very informative radar hits a local with a jeep um, a GI suffers from va battle fatigue and Pierce and McIntyre clash with Frank Burns about a CID man, all during a pro poker game disguised as an officer's conference. <laughs> so many of things, many things to talk about for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like how um, Trapper and McIntyre were kind of messing with Radar. And he's like, I can take it. And he, oh, as he's walking the, out of the shower, steals their robes. Yeah, because <laughs> when he comes in the shower to talk to uh, Hawk and Trap, uh, his glasses fog up, so he takes them off. And Hawkeye makes the comment, you know, Radar, without your glasses, you could almost pass for offensive. <laughs> and Trapper says, oh, come on, leave the little fella alone. So he said, I can take a joke. He took their robes and walked out. And all he was doing was going in there to tell them about the conference. Yeah. With my little air quotes. I'm yeah. about to begin. Yeah. Um, you know, this episode starts out with the funnies right away. Uh, Major Friedman arrives, and it seems very official until Radar points to this big bottle of booze. And he says to Major Friedman, uh, compliments of Colonel Blake. Uh whiskey, gin, vodka, brandy, and for your convenience, all in the same bottle. <laughs> and Major Friedman is just like, thank you, and Radar leaves, and then he looks over at the flask, or at the bottle, uncorks it, and starts, starts drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good to know where we are. And then Radar also says, the conference starts at 1800 hours. Oh, when and he's in Captain Pack's tent? And they, give it to me in real time. Give it to me. No, that was Colonel... That was, um, that was to Colonel Blake. Colonel Blake, yes. Yeah. What's that in real time, Radar? <laughs> Six o'clock, sir. Yeah, yeah. when he's... Uh, when Captain Pack is coming, who we see a few times in these early seasons. Uh, I like the that line, too, where it's... um. Oh, I have time to nap? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Have, Corporal, have a nurse wake me. A, a little at a, a <laughs> little at a time. time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I didn't understand about the conference, um, Klinger got into it. Now, I thought it was uh, an officer's conference, and he's a corporal. Well. So. That's a good question. I mean, how, why is he in there? I think it's probably for the same reason that they hang around with Radar. Well, probably. Radar wasn't playing. He was. He's a corporal. Well, no, but, I mean, they hang around with him. We do see them play poker with a him lot. on occasion right so i think it's just that he's a poker player yeah it could be okay. that that they hang out with him but yes i have thought of that too so that's a legitimate question right. in my mind 
One uh, another important part in this is a CID man. What does CID stand for? Right? We said um, it part intelligence department. Something like uh, Central Intelligence, intelligence department. Division. Okay. Department. Yeah. Um, Frank got him as a patient, and he said he can't do surgery um, unless another CID man is present in case he talks during the surgery. Where um, um, Pierce and McIntyre said, ah, he'll bleed to death. He'll never mm -hmm. make it. So they go ahead and do the surgery. Mm -hmm. And then a man comes from the CID, who I thought was Colonel Plague, but we find out is... Captain uh, Halloran. Yeah, so... Um, and he's ended up being a little bit more angry at Frank yeah. than Ed. I busted a gut getting down here. Well, if it makes you feel any better, yeah. the whites are 50 cents, the reds are a dollar, and the blues are five dollars. Move over. <laughs> Deal me in. Deal me in. <laughs> right. Everyone is corrupted the minute they come in this tent. Frank Burns. Hurry up, yeah. Frank. The good ship Lollipop is leaving. About to leave. <laughs> so... That was interesting. There's a yeah. lot of little twists and turns. Um, the gentleman that had battle fatigue, he was Private Carter, mm -hmm. played by uh, John Ritter, who would you'd notice from Three's Company, or um, later he did um, something about Date My Daughter. I don't know. Oh, that. seven. Eight rules of the, dating my daughter or something. Yeah, like uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, In which um, Kelly Coco... All right, she was the eldest Penny. daughter. Well, uh, yeah, the Big Bang Theory. She was in that. So, um, it's actually the only time I ever see John Ritter playing a serious role. Because mm. he's usually a comedian. Sure. And, like, this was my first experience with John Ritter. Was oh. in M.A.S.H. Okay. And then I saw him on, like, Three's Company once or twice and... I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was younger. I could understand that, because yes. Because it was, yeah, yeah, my parents were strict when it came to um, TV. I could see that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was my first experience with John Ritter, as with a lot of the guest stars. Um, I can't think of the other one I was going to mention. But yeah, I think he did a very good job, and I love seeing comedians play straight roles. I do, too. Yeah, it, you get it, to see them in a different light. Yeah, it shows you the breadth of what they can actually do. Right. Um, so, the other thing was the whiplash wang. Whiplash wang. <laughs> yeah. Sir, the, the Korean is sitting up now. Well, that's good radar. Yes, sir. He, he says that uh, if we pay him $50, he won't tell anybody about this. And then the Captain Pack makes a comment. Wait, Corporal, is this guy about five foot nothing? Yes, Between. sir. Between 50 and 200? Yes, sir. Looks like he fell off a charm bracelet? Yes, sir. Says his name is Wang? Yes, yes sir. sir. Well, you know what you got here, Henry? You got Whiplash the famous Wang. Whiplash Wang. So he does this for a living, and it's kind of sad because yeah. then he mentioned that he was a farmer. Yeah. And his farm was all blown up so he had nothing mm -hmm. else to do so now he goes and walks in front of jeeps and gets hit or however he does it pretends to be pretends hit to be hit and gets whatever he can right so in this case he made fifty dollars yeah <laughs> and then tried it again <laughs> tried it again with radar again yeah yeah he made it the first time yeah That's... and then uh to wrap up the episode we see john ritter's character um 
as radar says blow a cork. I didn't even notice that. As radar says blow a cork. Oh, that's when the gunfire started? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, radar left the swamp yeah, with some sandwiches, and then we hear boom! Bang, bang. That sounds like gunfire. And then, like, they shoot Frank's shelf down from the swamp, and radar runs back in. What's that? It's gunfire, sir. One of the patients blew his cork. <laughs> Sydney, that's your job. I'm not going out there without a bulletproof couch. <laughs> uh, that, I'm sorry to go back again, but it was funny that during the poker game, mm. every time Sydney gave advice, someone <laughs> threw a chip at him because yeah. he said, Mm-mm. that's what I get paid for. <laughs> yeah, like Hawk, when Hawkeye was dealing. Sydney, why do we gamble? Sex. Sex. <laughs> why? I don't know. They told me to say it. <laughs> sex is why we gamble. Sex is why we drink. Sex, sex is, is why, why we eat. play poker. Eat. eat. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Sydney. You're okay. welcome. I'm taking a $5 chip. That was a house call. <laughs> uh, so. And when the CID man comes in, um, he asks if everybody can be trusted. And the and Colonel uh, Blake says yes. And then the captain says what about her pointing at Klinger. at Klinger and Captain Pack says that's my wife <laughs> <laughs> it's a very interesting joke uh Sam thanks for seeing me Sydney and, yeah. and he threw him another chip just a white one though <laughs> just he a wasn't white. as yeah. generous no that's 50 cents yeah so um yeah anyway so Ritter or Private Carter kind of lost it and held a gun to um Frank's head yeah. And um, in the shower. In the shower. And apparently didn't realize it was a shower. So you knew there was something wrong because he said, You're naked. Like he was surprised by that. Yeah. I do like to take my clothes off when I have a shower. <laughs> Would you like my sponge? And then um, Trapper crawled under the shower's tent walls while Sydney kept him busy talking. Yeah. And that's how he got him, Frank, out of that mess. Yeah, but. and, you know, seeing Trapper go in and disarm the situation, I think, again, shows um, how Trapper was supposed to be a big part of the series, but he just got written out. Right. You know, because here Trapper is coming in and he's the hero, which Hawkeye takes over starting a lot in, like, season three and then throughout the rest of the series, but... Trapper was the hero here. He right. was the one who took but the initiative. But yeah, he initiative. didn't get any glory or anything. Like, anytime yeah. Hawkeye does something like this, it's a bigger deal, I think. I don't know. I haven't really seen that, but that doesn't mean that I just missed it. But, you know, it, it's interesting to me to note the times when Trapper does end right, up... Take over. Take over, because they're pretty rare. Right. Which I totally understand then why Rain, Wayne Rogers left. Right. Because you know, he he left because um, Trapper wasn't going in the direction that he thought he should. He thought Trapper should be the main character, and it was turning out to be Hawkeye. So. I think that Hawkeye's real person, though, um, Benjamin, no. Anyway, he has Alan. a bigger person. Alan Alda has mm. a bigger personality. 
Like, he just does naturally, has a mm-hmm. bigger personality. His dad was an actor. You know, oh. it was in his family. And my, he just had a big personality. My goodness. You, you read his um, two books. Yeah, he has so much life experience, of course. <laughs> so, you know, you can't put him next to even a, a wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. He's going to shine through mm-hmm. because... Yeah. That's I think who that's he is naturally. Point. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, anything um, else about this episode? That's all I have written down. How about okay. you? Um, I do have a few other interesting points. Okay. Um, the reason that Klinger hit the guy with the Jeep originally was he was going to the Purple Dragon in Die radar. Wank. Radar. radar. Yeah. Why Radar hit the guy originally was he was going to the Purple Dragon in Die mm-hmm. Wank and borrowed the Colonel's Jeep. Um, and Colonel Blake at that point, before he gives Radar the keys, says, Oh, Radar, that's a Lockheed Bomber packing crate that they redid and put some B-girls in roller skates. He said, that's why we're going. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then he's like, do you remember the conference we had, or the talk we had? Oh, yes, sir. I won't get trench foot. (laughs) (laughs) So that was pretty humorous. Um... I like that when Klinger does come into the swamp, when the conference has started, that he remembers Major Friedman and Friedman remembers him. Still so, sad. He's still trying to dress and get out get, of the army. And dresses, Klinger. Be a little more imaginative. I knew one guy would only crawl along the woodwork and claim that he was a cockroach. <laughs> There was another one who claimed that he was at Valley Forge with George Washington, therefore had already done his military service. Pretty imaginative. Yeah, but I like the fact that they do that callback. You know, that... um, The remembrance. That they, yeah, that they keep it in continuity. I especially like it because they do that so little. Right. (laughs) In the series that whenever they actually have in continuity stuff, it's like, oh, that's worth noting. Like to, might be this episode, might have been the last, next one, hmm. where Margaret said something about her dead father. Next episode. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yep. Um, In continuity. A few other things. <laughs> I love how, also a Klinger moment, which by the way, Klinger still isn't uh, credited as a main character. He's credited as a guest star, but he was talking about basically being a draft dodger. When they came after me, I ran right into Grand Central Station and quartered me in the pay toilets. Cost them $4 and nickels to get me out. You know, during the physical, they had to jab me with a coat hanger to get me to cough. And then Frank is there listening to all this and says, um, Can't believe you're laughing at a draft dodger when there's a real soldier bleeding in OR, and that's where Hawkeye and Trapper then go in and operate on the CID man. I did remember one thing that I didn't write down, mm-hmm. but I meant to write down mm-hmm. that they did mention Father Mulcahy also when they were when oh, he was yeah. shooting Out, outside when they were outside the when shower tent. When they were outside tent. the shower tent when the trapper went off. We never um, saw Father Mulcahy this mm-hmm. episode, but they mentioned his name. Maybe yeah. we should get him. Yeah. Because yeah, Sydney's saying something and um it was like, Frank Burns is a great man and a fantastic surgeon. And Colonel yeah. Blake comes up to Hawkeye and says, should we get Father Mulcahy? Yeah, he can give the truth the last rites. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what else? Uh, John Ritter, the reason he was at MASH 
I don't. He didn't have any physical wounds, but he was suffering from PTSD, or at the time, you know, battle fatigue or shell shock, depending on exactly what the term would have been then. And Frank was giving him the. I send you back. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. See, but don't get the idea that it's psychological. Or no, there's nothing wrong with you. See, it's all in your head. But don't get the idea that it's psychological. The army doesn't care about your mind. Yeah. Just get the enemy in your crosshairs and blast him away. So that's why we end up with Frank being at the other end of uh, Corporal gun. Carter's gun. Right. Yep. But those are some of the things that I really thought were uh, funny in the episode and worth mentioning. So, yeah, and uh, Captain Halloran, I don't have his actual, the, the actor's name down, but I think you... Pat... Uh, Mahita or uh, the no from no you're thinking of Captain Pack I think oh yeah yeah I'm talking about Colonel Flag oh okay Captain Halloran yeah I don't have his name yeah but uh, Captain Halloran a recurring character in future episodes that's really funny is Captain Flag he's still a CID man but really a caricature of a spy. Yeah, he is funny. And I can't remember if it was you or Laura who brought the point. He may still be Colonel Flag at this point because... Oh, in, yeah, he goes undercover all the time. Yeah, like in the next episode we see him in, um, which is still with Trapper and Colonel Blake, he has this whole, like, billfold of IDs. Of all the different people he's been. Yeah, and the colonel's trying to copy down information, and Colonel Flag's like, no, memorize, one. <laughs> so it could be Captain Halloran, right? Who just is being this Colonel time? Flag. Right. Yeah, but you know he is credited as Captain Halloran in the credits this time. Speaking of him, he did have a solution to the problem of the gentleman with battle fatigue. He just oh, yeah. wanted to go out and shoot him. <laughs> and Hold on. And Hawkeye said, "Wait a minute! I have to put him back together if you shoot yeah. him." Hold He's on. He's like, "All I need is one one shot." Yeah. Just one shot. One shot. Okay. And this problem will be over. Okay. But don't use the gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that was uh, Deal Me Out. On to the next episode. On to the next episode. All number right. 14, season two. Hot lips and empty arms. So we start off the one episode. My favorite episode. It is pretty now, awesome. I didn't remember it, but now it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And it's. I love it, and not just because we see Margaret get absolutely smashed, which is fabulous, because you see it I progress. I love Drunk Margaret. Oh, Drunk Margaret is great. You know, among the episodes, I would say, of the first three seasons, this is a must, because you see how Margaret can be, and I think that really shows you what she becomes, because this is who she is right. later. But we start the episode... Radar's going around uh, being the postman and doing mail call. And he knew exactly where everyone was. So well, of I, course. I just it's thought that radar. was impressive, though. It's radar. He would hand it into the bathroom. He yeah. would hand it, you know, he knew who, where everyone was. Yeah. Sorry, was, I didn't mean to interrupt no, your introduction. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> no, and I, I do love that whole sequence because, like, he goes into a tent, he comes out with a cookie. He go. walks past um, a doctor who's clearly in the process of... Um, seducing a nurse and he goes letter from your wife sir yeah oh, yeah. just looks at him and, and walks like, away walks away yeah and yeah reaches into the latrine 
letter from home, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But then he brings Margaret a letter, uh, which we can see that she isn't happy about. We don't know why. He brings uh, Colonel Blake some letters from home and a film from <laughs> the Tabasco Film Company of Havana, Cuba. He brings Frank a letter from home that has a bunch of stock results in it. And then uh, I think he brings Trapper and Hawkeye some as well, probably. But they aren't quite as memorable to me right now. But Frank is going off on all the different industries that he invested in, which are all like war industries, a chemical company that makes napalm, a machining company that makes uh, weapons. We see Colonel Blake uh, previewing the film Mm -hmm. that he got under the microscope. And we see Margaret being very distraught looking at a picture that came in the mail. So at that point, then uh, we go into surgery and Margaret is just in a very sour mood. Mm. Um, The comment she makes is the next nurse who makes a mistake, everybody goes on report. And Hawkeye to counter that says, and I have an announcement, Uh, Major Houlihan and I are having a baby. (laughs) Is it a boy or girl? Trap says. Hawkeye responds. We only just met. Give us a chance. (laughs) And she also yelled, this is not a cocktail lounge, doctor. (laughs) It could have fooled me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she was She was in a very sour mood. Yep. After surgery, Frank is trying to mack on her. And she shows him the letter and the picture and talks about Trisha Spaulding, who she was in training with, who married a gentleman who she turned down. And something like, I didn't take down all the uh, details, but she had like three kids and a house and cars. The house was, Frank guessed, 40000 but it was $45,000. It all could have been mine. Oh, Frank, if I'd have known, I'd have loved him. <laughs> you have me. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I have nothing. Am I nothing, Margaret? Oh, your government issue, Frank. Just like my, I can't remember what the first thing was, but it's like, just like my brawn, my khaki girdle. <laughs> um, I get no respect here. Oh, Margaret. Only the people who know you don't give you any respect. <laughs> they don't know the good things about you. <laughs> you keep all the good things hidden inside. But at that point, Margaret decides that she needs to make a change in her career and her life. So she wants to transfer out of MASH so she can restart. And she says to Frank, you know, Frank, Six months away from this place, and I'll be a colonel. I know a lot of generals, Frank. I know you do, Margaret. A few colonels, and one really nifty warrant officer who is a masseuse. But uh, as she's packing, Hawkeye and Trapper come in and uh, give her some champagne, some quote champagne unquote. Waving a white flag. Waving a white flag. (laughs) Yep, and uh, so it's obviously gin, because that's all they have access to, but give her a blast of that. She comes over to the swamp, Hawkeye and Trapper somewhere else, and returns a bunch of stuff to Frank and asks for a bunch of stuff that she had given Frank back and helps herself to some more gin. And you can see that she's buzzed, maybe a little tipsy at that point. Right. 
because she's being a lot more free with how she feels about the situation. She gave him back a stuffed dog named Bimbo. Oh, I love the line. And she said, line. it's only a dog. It's stuffed. stuffed. Take the hint. <laughs> I love that. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Um, and, you know, Frank's saying, friends shouldn't part like this, Margaret. Oh, friends, Frank. Sounds like you're rehearsing a line to your wife. Oh. And did I tell you, darling, that my friend, Major Houlihan, left? You got a transfer? He, no. You would have liked him. Damn. Great guy. And you see Frank just slowly turn around turn. and flip over a piece of paper that was on his writing desk. That was clearly his letter to his wife, wife. where he was explaining his friend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> After that, um, we end up seeing Margaret going to Henry's office. And uh, she comes in and... Uh, this is after he is ordering two more films from the Tabasco Film Company of Havana, Cuba. Makes Radar sign his name, uh -huh. which is humorous. But the better part is he comes in, or Ray, EGB, Margaret comes in, asks for a drink. Henry gets two bottles out of his cabinet, pours Margaret some scotch, pours himself some rye. They both down it. You can tell that she's more drunk now. Oh, she's plastered at this point. And but not her. not as bad yeah. as she is in the episode. So we're still working yeah. up. Which is the really great part to me is um, Loretta Swit is doing such a great job of different levels of drunk. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because I don't know if I could do that, but there are distinct levels of drunk in this episode. And I get that great. way. So I, yeah, yeah. I think Oh, no, I've gotten that way too. Um... <laughs> But, you know, she has a swig of scotch and then grabs a bottle off of Colonel Blake's desk and pours herself some more. And this is another... Love this line. I love this line. Um, so she starts to drink and Henry says, uh, By the way, the scotch you just poured was rye. And Margaret responds, That's okay. The champagne I just had was, was gin. <laughs> and then Radar comes in and says, Allied incoming casualties. Marine 45 minutes. Marine company. And so um, they're getting everything ready, and Margaret finishes off a drink as she's sitting on Colonel Blake's desk and goes, Oh, my, it's an emergency. Good thing I'm a nurse. <laughs> so she runs out into the compound. Everybody's rushing around, getting things ready. She runs up to Radar. I wonder if I can see Colonel Blake. And he said, I wonder, too. <laughs> because she's, she's staggering in place. Like, she keeps switching her weight from one foot to the other and then she finally finds colonel blake and he's talking with trapper and hawkeye and uh he asks he ends up asking them to sober her up because come on guys i think you're a different level of pranksters than this and she's still just staggering and just completely i mean this is like the point of drunk where She's not sure of what's going on. Right. It's just out of But she's of trying it. to be serious. You yeah. can see in her face, she was yeah. that drunk serious. Yes. Like, let's go get this. Oh, yeah. You know, she's drunk serious. Come on, guys. Yeah. And um, so they try and sober her up. And then we see her. They bring her into the shower. What are we doing? It's a new surgical procedure. You have to scrub from, from head, head to toe with your clothes on. Then her that head goes down. She, she comes up. And she's like, I like it. 
More, more. Um, but they start forcing coffee down her. They give her a shot. B1. Yep, load of B1. And uh, we get her in surgery, and she's doing a really great job. And then after surgery, the last scene of the episode is Frank gets Margaret some coffee. Are you feeling better? Frank, I would have to be dead for three days to feel better. And then Hawkeye and Trapper come in and start harassing the two of them. And then Colonel Blake and Radar come in a different door. Look at that, sir. Yeah, it's nice to see the family together again. again. And then you see a stainless steel pitcher come flying through the air and hit the tent between Colonel Blake and Radar. Yeah. So that's the episode. It's really a Margaret-centric episode, which I love. Again, Loretta Swit does an absolutely fantastic job, in my opinion. And it was in the office, the part where she said that you remind me of my dad in this one. She said oh, it yeah. to Henry yeah. Blake. She said, you remind me of my dad. Before he died. Before he died, where he comes to visit her later. Yes. <laughs> so so it could not... have just been drunk talk, if well, you want to use it as that. Oh. But... Yeah, it's like he's not—he's not dead yet. Not dead yet. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, going back into some details of the episode, uh, when when she comes out into the compound and is talking to Colonel Blake, drunk, just absolutely wasted at that point. I do love the line. Reporting for duty, sir. <laughs> wow, drunk as a skunk. I'm ready, sir. Where are the casualties? They're not even here yet, Major. Well, let's go get them, sir. I'll drive. I'll drive. <laughs> oh, wow. Drunk as a skunk. She just did that part so well. Yeah. Her eyes were exactly how I feel. You know what? When you get to that point, you know, yeah. you're trying to be so serious. And you're trying to make sense. Yeah. And but you don't quite make yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. She... <laughs> It was great. And um, in the shower, she kind of hits on Trapper a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, I really could have gone for you. And well, Hawkeye thinks it's him at yeah, first. It's been known to happen. Not you. Him. You, with that curly blonde hair. And you're built too, you son of a gun. <laughs> Which then uh, Hawkeye repeats to Margaret in... OR and then they use that to harass her a little bit in uh, mess tent afterward. So it, it's pretty funny. What else? Anything that you noticed from the episode that was humorous? Just that the whole thing started from the letter from the friend. You mm -hmm. know, and you make choices in life. I think that's yeah. kind of where this went. And mm -hmm. she wasn't too fond of her choice, but at the end, she, I think she came to grips with it and said, I like who I am, and I yeah. like where I am, and I'm going to stay here. Yeah, and I think that's another th part of it that I really like is it's kind of a journey for Margaret. Right. And we come out of it with a different Margaret than we went in, and I think it also helps to act as a catalyst to her finding Colonel Planopscott and leading oh. into that arc. Because she needs more in her life. Yeah, so she's yeah. making that change, and I think this is where we start to see that. Oh, okay. Um, also, I love the fact that we have hair down Margaret the whole time. Right. <laughs> and it's really hair down Margaret at the end because, like, 
in the beginning she has like some bobby pins in her hair maybe maybe a, just a pull some, back in the back yeah yeah but then at the end it's just all, all over here. and like frizzed out and well that's because she just got out of the shower well, yeah but you know it just <laughs> goes along getting scrubbed from head to toe. Toe in clothes but it just goes with the whole bit that um uh, of of her being that wasted it just adds yep. to the effect because she's not put together at all no, yeah, no she's not her collected self she is definitely mm. drunk out of control a little bit margaret right so and it's nice to see margaret release a little bit and get to that point because that's who we end up with that's the margaret we end up with later right. in the series not drunk all the time but but her a stronger woman that mm -hmm. doesn't need frank yes exactly yeah um let's see here two other things that i saw in this episode that were really good and it's something that i didn't really touch on because it's not important to the episode uh when margaret comes in to officially request a transfer we see radar again feet up on his desk uh kind of acting oh, yeah. as a guard He's drinking, he's smoking, and he's reading a comic book. And mm. Margaret comes in, and you know she makes him salute. So yeah, stand up, put down everything he was doing, and salute. And he goes, "Yes, sir. Men are sirs. Women mm. are ma'ams. I am a woman. I am a ma'am." Yes, and... sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> now I want to see Colonel Blake. Uh, he's he's in a meeting. In a meeting, he's watching some training training film, ma'am. Uh, it's pretty rough in there i'm a nurse corporal i've seen everything and they're watching uh a an, dirty movie an adult film mm -hmm. yeah but and, like he said <laughs> he's far away from home yeah colonel blake when margaret comes in that is the most vulgar vile disgusting thing i've ever seen and hawkeye yeah the critics panned it too but we're trying to judge it on its own merit and just before that all we see is a projector and then like three sets of feet on Colonel Blake's desk. And one of them comes down and Hawkeye says, is that? It is. Ah, uh, it's somebody's that? secretary. It's, it's uh, and I have it written down. It's Charlie Abrams receptionist. <laughs> wow. She looks a lot better in balloons than she did in, a, <laughs> yeah. in whatever, like a uniform or clothes. Yeah. It, so that was pretty neat too. But yeah, she walks in on Hawkeye Trapper and, Henry watching an adult film. So that's kind of interesting too. But yeah. anything else about this episode? No, I love this episode. Mm -hmm. I, I love seeing Margaret who she is. I love the way that Hawker, Hawkeye and Trapper just bring her in. You know, this mm -hmm. is our world. We're going to help you out. We know what to do here. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. they... It, you, in a normal situation, you think that the boss would ask her boyfriend to sober her up. Mm. But no. He asked the two guys, the who, know two guys <laughs> who know how, how to, to sober someone up, yeah. you know, but really, if you think back, who would you ask? You would have asked, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, it was, it was fun to see the, how the guys react with her. They almost mm -hmm. do react like a sister. Oh, yeah. You know, how yeah. they treated her is how you would treat a sister. Mm -hmm. you I know? think, yeah, I can see that. I could see Ben and Laura, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know, that's how they would treat each other. Yeah. With respect, but, ah, yeah, let's make fun of them also, you know? Yeah. She got herself in this situation, let's make her... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
you know, the one other thing I would say about this pair of episodes is again in Hot Lips and Empty Arms, we see Trapper being the guy that Margaret picks out of Hawkeye and Trapper to be like, you're the one, you're the one that I would get with. Uh-huh. Well, she doesn't end up with him ever, but she does end, end up, up with, with Hawkeye uh-huh. in season seven. It's a two-part episode. And so again, we see this thing where Trapper is kind of the focus, you know, a secondary focus of this episode. So they could have done something with that. They could have, but then in season three, we see it shift to Hawkeye. So, again, these two episodes... But that's because they were put in a circumstance that made that happen, where they relied on each other. Mm-hmm. And I think when you rely on each other, you oh. do have just that... Oh, you're talking about Hawkeye and Margaret? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. But I mean, in a... Where in Trapper a, and her were never put in that situation. Yeah, but in a meta sense. Like, the writers yeah. made a conscious choice sometime after these Hawkeye. episodes to go with Hawkeye. Yes. But during these two episodes... It was clearly Trapper. It was. You know. And so, yeah, you're right. I can see, now that you pointed out, I can see why he would have... Left. Left. Yeah, because... At this point, it almost seems like they're still trying to decide, and then they do, and they come down on the Hawkeye side of the line. Right. So, it's kind of unfortunate. I love Trapper, but BJ is such a great character, too. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy that he came in. It did change the show. And Charles. I mean... And Charles. Everything was where it needed to be to make this a a great show. Yeah. And there's a reason. That M.A.S.H., Still holds up in a lot of ways. Eight years. Yeah, you know, I mean, first of all, the fact that the show went on for 11 years. 11 years. 11 seasons, 11 years, when the war itself only lasted three. Yeah. There's a reason that that happened and that people still watch it. Right. Yeah, that it's still People worthwhile. are learning. I had someone run up to me in a store. I mm-hmm. told you that one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you! I love your mask shirt. I just started watching that show, and it's wonderful. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I said, so let us know if you're watch- or listening to us. <laughs> yeah. And how do you listen? Um, <laughs> if you love this episode, if you stumbled across us somehow, and would like other episodes that we've done, you can head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Look for Whiskey and Mash. Or search for your name. Oh, Gloria Ackerman. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of my whiskey part of the mash. No. <laughs> or you can search for Chris Pullman. If you search for me, you might come across two other podcasts that I do. One is with my wife, Geeks Apparently. It's a newer podcast that we're doing. Just kind of showing that you can still be geeky and nerdy while being a parent, either of a human baby or a fur baby. Uh, and then also... Chris Reed's book. I'm just putting the novels that I've written into a podcast form so people can listen to them. Uh, but for this podcast, you can do uh, you can go to iTunes or your podcast application, look for us there, or if you go to narclanning.com/whiskeyandmash, you can get all the raw MP3 files right off of the website there, or even listen to them off the website, and. Uh, listen to the episodes that way. If you would like to leave us a comment, you can head over to facebook.com slash whiskeyandmash or email us directly, whiskeyandmash at narclanning.com. Send us your comments, your critiques, 
you know, if we got something factually wrong or you really like the episode or you'd like to see this or that, especially if you have any suggestions for how we can kind of uh, front end the show with something. Because for a while we were doing um, kind of Tencent Origins on characters, but we've run out of main characters other than Colonel Potter, and we're going to save him until he actually enters the show. So if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear us do at the beginning of each episode that would be great we welcome those send an email our way or leave us a message on our facebook page but definitely watch the episodes yes and then let us know what you think what you would add what you would Mm -hmm. take away Uh, they're great episodes and that's why we let you know at the beginning of the podcast what episodes we're going to watch that week so that you can go to like netflix where all the episodes are or if you feel like going to you know Amazon or Best Buy or wherever and getting the Martini and Medicine collection, which has all the episodes from the whole series, um, then you can watch along with us. But yeah, I think until uh, next week, I'm Chris Pullman. I'm Gloria Ackerman, and yeah, have a great week. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Hear you next time. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.